In Proverbs chapter 26, we have four bad characters. One, the rebel, verses 1 through 11. Two, the egotist, verse 12. Three, the bum, verses 13 through 16. And four, the busybody, verses 17 through 28. The rebel first. This first bad fellow mentioned in the chapter is the fool, or perhaps better translated, the rebel. Why does Solomon spend so much time talking about the rebel? The answer is that God just cannot use rebellious people. In our society today, we have young people who are rebelling against their parents, rebelling against the establishment, against civil government, and they're absolutely worthless until they learn to submit to authority. Then there's the egotist, the person who thinks he's the most important person in the world. Seest thou a man who is wise in his own conceit? There's more hope of a fool than of him, verse 12. God hates conceit and egotism. God wants you to be submitting yourself first to Him, and then to put yourself last on the totem pole in your dealings with others, and the last shall be first. Then there's the fellow I call the bum. Uh, Solomon doesn't call him that, but uh, we've talked about the rebel and the egotist. Now we come to the bum in verses 13 through 16. The slothful man saith, there is a lion in the way. I cannot go to work today. I'll get hurt. There's a lion out there. He's the bum. He's, he's the fellow who would not work in a pie shop eating the holes out of donuts. And there's very little hope for a lazy bum. And I say to parents everywhere, teach your sons and daughters responsibility. Teach them how to work. Teach them the world does not owe them a living because they belong to the human race. Teach them that they must by the sweat of their brow earn their keep, earn their bread. As a preacher, I work seven days a week. I'm not, uh, I'm not saying that we shouldn't take vacation. We do do that. We take family days off. But I work harder today after more than three decades in the ministry than when I first began, and I have learned that God honors and blesses hard work. The work ethic is one of the theses upon which this nation was built, and God delivers from a welfare state and a something-for-nothing philosophy. In the Christian family, we must teach against it. Then there's the busybody, the fourth bad fellow in Proverbs 26. Beginning with verse 17, he's identified as he that passeth by and meddleth with strife, belonging not to him. This fellow's always minding somebody else's business. He's usually quite good with a telephone. It may be a she, as a matter of fact. Uh, they usually know something about everybody and have difficulty getting all the facts right. So, uh, the Bible warns us against these bad fellows and not to be one of them. Chapter 26. As snow in summer and as rain in harvest, so honor is not seemly for a fool. As the bird by wandering, as the swallow by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come. A whip for the horse, a bridle for the ass, and a rod for the fool's back. Answer not a fool according to his folly lest thou also be like unto him. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own conceit. He that sendeth a message by the hand of a fool cutteth off the feet, and drinketh damage. The legs of the lame are not equal. So is a parable in the mouth of fools. As he that bindeth a stone in a sling, so is he that giveth honor to a fool. As a thorn goeth up into the hand of a drunkard, so is a parable in the mouth of fools. The great God that formed all things both rewardeth the fool and rewardeth transgressors. As a dog returneth to his vomit, so a fool returneth to his folly. Seest thou a man wise in his own conceit? 
there is more hope of a fool than of him. The slothful man saith, There is a lion in the way, a lion is in the streets. As the door turneth upon his hinges, so doth the slothful upon his bed. The slothful hideth his hand in his bosom. It grieveth him to bring it again to his mouth. The sluggard is wiser in his own conceit than seven men that can render a reason. He that passeth by, and meddleth with strife belonging not to him, is like one that taketh a dog by the ears. As a madman who casteth firebrands, arrows, and death, so is the man that deceiveth his neighbor, and saith, Am not I in sport? Where no wood is, there the fire goeth out. So where there is no tale-bearer, the strife ceaseth. As coals are to burning coals, and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. The words of a tale-bearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. Burning lips and a wicked heart are like a potsherd covered with silver dross. He that hateth dissembleth with his lips, and layeth up deceit within him. When he speaketh fair, believe him not, for there are seven abominations in his heart whose hatred is covered by deceit, his wickedness shall be showed before the whole congregation. Whoso diggeth a pit shall fall therein, and he that rolleth a stone it will return upon him. A lying tongue hateth those that are afflicted by it, and a flattering mouth worketh ruin.